Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hey parents, Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique in Oxford features the latest brands of baby and children's clothing, shoes, toys, and accessories. Check out Jack and Claire's Facebook page too. Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique, West Jackson Avenue next to Belk. This is Rebecca Turner and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino back in studio. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Super Talk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. But you'll have to head to the Pine Belt for Festival South, which is an annual multi-week festival that's got a variety of musical and other arts related entertainment and joining us to tell us a little bit more is dr mike Lapinto. hi doctor hey, hey mike. rebecca how, how are, are you? you i am doing well i have to tell you funny we were trying trying to get your name down before the show and i said like pinto like the bean i said then i'm gonna come out and say dr Lapinto bean and then i got tied up with it and i said so now you have a new uh, nickname thanks well, you got it right <laughs> It's the easy Italian. We like to say Lo Pinto. Lo Pinto. But I will tell you, it's been spelled and said to me so many ways, I don't even clench anymore. My simple mind, though, added being to the end to remember it, and I almost said it. And then I thought, yeah. People of a certain age will also know that it's the Pinto car, and I've lived through and down all of that. (laughs) Okay. Well, y'all have got a lot going on in the Pine Belt. Uh, I guess it's starting now or the upcoming next uh, few weeks. I think this is our third or fourth year to talk, Mike, about the Festival South, which means it's going well. It keeps growing every year. So what's going on in Hattiesburg? Well, this is our 14th season. We actually open May 30th and run through June 24th with about 50 events for all ages of all types of music, art, theater, dance, fun things to have for the whole family in Hattiesburg. Wow, 50 events now. When it started 14 seasons ago, did you ever expect to have 50 events to be managing? Well, you know what's strange is we've actually had that many, and we've had more. We've um, done many things that are just enormous, and over the years we decided to really call down what we did to just the absolute finest, best thing, and also just to manage it, just to, to be able to do it. Um, because Festival South is a really big deal with lots of volunteers and people who come and help us all through um, the festival season. But the rest of the year, it's just a few of us putting it together and making sure that it's all going to happen. But we've called it down to just the absolute best so that it is a showcase of some of the great arts and entertainment that is here in Mississippi, and particularly that find its home in Hattiesburg. Do you find that with it being like a multiple-week event that more folks sort of come, get saturated, pick what's most important to them, or maybe catch something they normally wouldn't because they're coming for something that's most important to them, and give them the opportunity to maybe get more of a variety than they would if it was, say, like a weekend festival? Absolutely. We try and actually be very aware of doing things like 
So the way the festival is set up is around a lot of weekends, but we run Thursday through Sunday through four separate weekends of the month of June and late May this time because of the calendar, um, where we offer things that is a classical music one night, a country event the next morning, a Latin jazz event with a guitar recital in the afternoon, and then a rock concert and a concert in the park with a gospel afternoon Sunday kind of thing. So there's something that you can go, oh, wow, there's all of that, and oh, well, there's also a 5K that happens. There's children's programming that happens all around these things as well, and we try and take you all over town throughout the Forest and Lamar counties here around Hattiesburg and the area to take you in different places to experience different things, and that's what we hear from the people who have joined us for many years now and the people who keep coming is it's always something new. It's always something different. But if it says Festival South, it's probably going to be good. Even if you don't quite know what it is, you're going to enjoy yourself. Do you have folks that have made all 14 seasons? We absolutely do. We call them our festival favorites. And they are absolutely a regular group of folks. And they come and see me. And there are people who make every event. Wow. I have a hard time making every event myself. I, that, I, that's my job, so I have to. And it's rough. And these people who make it all, they have come and they've just decided this is going to be their thing for June. And a lot of them talk about it as their sort of staycation. They're getting to stay home and you know sleep in their own bed and eat whatever they want to eat, but go to amazing events just right at their doorstep. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Hey, maybe coming up we should get one of your festival favorites on to sort of share some of their favorites over the years and what they're looking uh, forward to. But what are we looking forward to? Because you've got 50 events that are fixing to hit the Pine Belt over the next several weekends. I know we can't talk about all 50 of them today here on Good Things, but what are your highlights? What are you excited about, Mike? Well, we aim people to our headliner events. If it's their first time to find Festival South, absolutely to experience those. And this year we're going big. We are opening with Disney's Beauty and the Beast, May 30th through June 3rd. It is a giant production um, with our great sponsors, Hancock Whitney, Forest General, Visit Mississippi, Visit Hattiesburg, Pine Belt Ford, Courtesy Ford. takes a lot to put on a show of this magnitude. It's a giant cast, uh, sets out of New York, costumes out of Maine, performers from about five states being a part of this full orchestra i would say when you see a harp in an orchestra you know you're doing something right um and it is a major major um production that opens may 30th runs through june 3rd that's our first big big weekend thing our second weekend is a program called american landscape brought to us by mississippi power and it is a multi-sensory chamber music experience it's the festival chamber players and they are some of our most incredible classical musicians you know, Hattiesburg is blessed with two very good schools of music. Um, the Southern Miss School of Music has just been a preeminent force in the country, if not the world, um, as a school of music. And we have some amazing talent that has come out of there. And then that, whether they are from Southern Miss or not, are kind of inhabited Hattiesburg. They, husbands and wives and friends and others, they find this great school and want to be around it and work with it or for it. So these chamber players are just stunning. They're playing an all-American program and doing something really special with that as well. It's called the Red, White, and Bourbon Pairing. So you can come enjoy the concert, and you can enjoy um, wines and or bourbons that have been curated, especially for that evening. Oh, that's cool. It's a really fun escape. It yeah. truly is. It's down in our depot here, too. So the Historic Hattiesburg Train Depot, which is a beautiful space, um, all lit up and enjoying some wine. It's a great Saturday evening out. That is Saturday, June 10th at 7.30 p.m. That and Beauty and the Beast, before we move on, Mike, will you need pre-tickets before that, or is it things you can get at the door? You, for our headline events, you cannot wait. I'm stressing this again. You cannot wait for a headliner event. 
Um, Beauty and the Beast has multiple nights that are, one is basically sold out. The others are getting very close. You need to do that immediately. Um, American Landscape is 50% sold already, and, you know, it's still, you know, just about a month away. Um, Matt Mason comes up the next weekend, June 17th. He ends his That's My Q tour. Um, he is a performer, a kind of indie rock performer that has done some amazing performances, just um, including Bonnaroo, Lollapalooza, Forecastle, some, some of our great giant internationally known festivals, and he's ending at Festival South. And I know that is Saturday, June 17th at the Sanger, and I know that the tickets for that are already very scarce. Wow, so, that's again, impressive. I'm saying if you want tickets to Festival South headline events, you have to get them ahead of time. It's very it's it's a great problem to have. We, we try and get in the biggest venues we can for these headline events because people have really latched on to knowing that they are going to be stunning events. Okay, some of the you got a few minutes left. What are some of the smaller events that may not be headliners, or you may have had one more headliner to share with us, Mike? Well, I'm going to show you yeah. the finale. The festival finale is always a huge deal, and this year we are doing a program called Iconic. It's a Cirque Rock Symphonic Extravaganza, and it is all of those words. Um, if you can imagine um, the music of Aerosmith, Bruno Mars, Michael Jackson, Santana, Styx, Whitney Houston, more and more and more with some incredible singers. If anybody saw our Queen show last year, the guy that one of the guys that played Freddie Mercury is coming back to sing this stuff. He just is, I mean, freak of nature voice. Just amazing. Plus backup singers, plus a choir, plus the full festival orchestra and cert performers. And for the first time ever, we have moved to the convention center here, the Lake Terrace Convention Center. That's Saturday, June 24th, to wrap things up at 7.30 p.m. And it had to be in the convention center because it's the only place big enough to hold this show. It is the single biggest finale we've ever done, and Beauty and the Beast is the single biggest musical we've ever done. We sort of, you know, did a lot of adjusting over the pandemic, and we decided we are back in full force, and we were going to go hard this year, so... Y'all are. Want people to come out and see it. Come out, see it. Go ahead and get your uh, tickets if you want to see one of the headliner shows. If you want to find some of the smaller shows that are sprinkled throughout, because you gave us four good ones. But if I was doing math as hard, there's 40 plus left, <laughs> Mike, that we can get out and maybe see throughout the upcoming weeks. So where's a whole rundown if we want to plan our trip to the Pine Belt and see some great um, entertainment? Absolutely. Everything is at festivalsouth.org. That's festivalsouth.org. And you can go click on the events tab, and you can look at it in all sorts of different ways, as a calendar, as a date, as day-by-day. Um, add it to your calendar, anything you want. But check out the events. There's so many things. Like I said, the major adult kind of events are Thursday through Sunday with everything from jazz with Ella Fitzgerald, coffee concerts. Um, there are recitals from guitar and voice to a Broadway evening called Spectacular Spectacular. A whole Juneteenth weekend as well with some amazing performers another beer event called beer toven um that you're going to have fun with that as well and then you know there's also events for kids if you want looking for something to do for a weekend or need something to do come on over and into hattiesburg and check it all out again that's festivalsouth.org all right mike buckle up you got a long couple of weeks exciting and exhausting and rewarding well we look forward to hearing all about it and having you back next year so i appreciate your time we appreciate it. Y'all have a great day, and we'll see you at Festival South. All righty, you guys stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. All I do is sit around and wait for better days. 
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. things we are on computer your mobile device you can watch it on roku amazon fire tv devices even youtube you can also watch good things live on ceasefire tv if you've got that we are on channel 70 right next to the weather channel you can also catch good things in podcast form wherever you listen to podcasts but the best way to stay connected to is on the good things facebook group you might see that i shared that miss america of 1980, Miss Cheryl Pruitt, Salem. She checked the acoustics in the MSU Music's Building Recital Hall this past weekend. She she performed for College of Education faculty and staff and alumni and, of course, friends. She was a 1979 MSU graduate, and she was honored this past weekend by the Alumni Association as the COE Alumni of the Year. I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't know we had that connection. And how cool of her to still be out there and performing and to come back and give a little performance. Okay, Rhino, every now and then I see one of the, uh, I guess, Guinness World Records or something that's accomplished that makes me go, well, I'm learning something here. I didn't know this. Okay, so a San Diego man visits all, I'm going to leave this blank, countries in the world. Now, the number of countries he visited, he visited all of them, it took him a decade. I would have thought of all the whole wide world, there would be more countries than what he visited. How many countries do you think ish is in the whole wide world? 263. 193. Hmm. That are, I guess, um, United Nations, whatever, or that are observed by the United Nations. Recognized by. Or recognized by the United Nations. Varying countries. Correct. I would have. So none of the micro nations. So I would have felt, I felt like. When I read it, visit all countries, I was like, 193 countries on what continent? And I was like, no, in the world. I was like, in the whole wide world? It just feels like 193 is not a lot compared to, I mean, what? We talked about languages, and it was a bazillion different languages in the whole world. But apparently there's only 193 countries in the whole world that's recognized, like I said, by the United Nations, as well as he stopped to two observer states, which I guess is also considered different countries, but it took him 10 years to do it. Well, observer states are like uh, the Vatican. It's in Rome, but the Vatican is technically its own country. I think it's not actually called the Vatican. I think it's the Holy See or something like that. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, with that, I feel like visiting every continent would be something I think would be fun to check off. I think visiting every state would be something cool to check off. Like, that would be, a, I think, a fun little... Well, I mean, visiting every state is a lot more doable than every continent. Correct. Oh, Because you got to get to Antarctica. Yes. I agree. So the level... Of ease, yes, we should switch those. But I don't think I ever thought, like, let's visit every country. And the fact that you could do it in a decade, I would have, I mean, even if you just visit, well, that'd be one state a year. I guess you could visit all the states. You might could get that done with the right. Yeah, with enough planning and free time. 
you might get that done in a couple of years. In a reliable van with plenty of gas. You definitely, I feel like, have to do that by road trip versus airplane because you got to go through yeah. the different states. If you're going to do it, though, how do you, how do you like stamp it as a visit? Like, just because you went through it, does that mean you visited that state, or does it like what are the qualifications qualification qualifications qualifications for saying this was a? I mean, I'm sure some people would say, hey, as long as you stopped and put your feet on the ground in that state, you visited. But if I were planning a trip to visit all 50 states, I would probably want some criteria like I have to stop and eat or sleep or relieve myself (laughs) in that state for it to count as a visit. I feel like you it would need to be because if you're on a trip, you have to eat. I guess relieve yourself unless you're a plant technically sleep but that's you could hit up two states in a day and eat and relieve yourself and not have to sleep in both correct so i would say though you would need to i would say you could eat in multiple states breakfast because it wouldn't have to be a meal either i mean you could have five small meals but would it need to be a meal associated with the state like does there need to be I some think that sort would be of bonus points culture cuisine sort of that kind of to it because again it's not one thing just to drive through and go hi you know and keep on going and stop at the quickie mart and get a bag of cheetos and a mountain dew i don't think that counts as like you and then stopping at the drug stop but i feel like there would have to be some some small criteria and then what do you what do you buy what do you do you get like is it a christmas tree ornament is it a magnet is it a shot glass no you get you those little decorative spoons that i don't even know if they still sell those little tchotchkes at at souvenir shops but i remember seeing them as a kid and thinking who buys these or things the little thimble Oh yeah, the little the thimble, thimble too. or the little bell that you have at the different stations. I feel like or a if, shot glass. If you're going, if you're going to invest your time and energy and resources to visit, like have a checklist of all fifty states, or seven continents, or one hundred ninety three countries, you need a token from said place. Although Darren and Jackson said. Driving across Texas, you will eat, sleep, and relieve yourself at least a couple of times. That is especially going east to west. That is that is, that that's real life. So that is true. That's very true. Rayan Lone Beach said, "I visited twelve countries in one afternoon, the first of this month." Oh, Epcot, <laughs> that's cute. Do they have one hundred ninety-three at Epcot? I don't think so. Well, they're lagging behind. Who are they living behind? I don't know how many countries are in Epcot. I've never actually been. Ray, how many countries is in? I've been to Epcot a few times, but I never counted to see. I just know we're all... There are 11 pavilions. So 11... So you have Canada, the United Kingdom, France, Morocco, Japan, the United States, Italy, Germany, China, Norway, and Mexico. He says there's 12, so we're leaving out one somewhere. Okay, Ray, who's the wild card? Where do they add one? Or is Epcot itself considered its own country? I don't know. 11 or 12. Still, Spencer and Terry says you need to take in at least one local site. I agree. Like, I feel like we're adding up our criteria to visit all 50 states, seven continents. You know, though, but 50 sounds very overwhelming, although it'd be easier than the seven continents. I would prefer less with more planning. <laughs> this trip, we're knocking 12 out. Next trip, we'll do 15. Right. 
But I mean, if you did, so if you if you thought about it, you do. I, I feel like you need to eat something local or like to that state, whatever it may be. Eat so, like drink. for example, the state of Illinois, you need to go to Chicago and either get a piece of deep dish pizza yes. or a Chicago hot dog and eat it while looking at Wrigley Field. Correct. You need a picture with the site to set to claim that you were there, and then you need a chutzki. You need either a chutzki, chutzki, chutzki. I like the way I say it. <laughs> You need something, either a Christmas ornament, postcard, shot glass, thimble, something that has absolutely zero significance past once you get it home. Magnets. Just winds up in a drawer somewhere. Winds up in a drawer. Oh, no. If you go to all 50, we're going to now have, like, display the whole the whole shebang. But it can't be too big because then that's right. when it starts to get very overwhelming. What would you bring back from all seven continents? I know there's not a shot glass on every continent. <laughs> I mean, Antarctica may have one. I don't know. I, don't, I, I think from Antarctica, know. I would try to bring back a rock because it's not Can just you do ice. That? Yeah, I mean, they have mountains and stuff. They probably frown upon you bringing back a rock. I, you know, to be honest, I don't think you can relieve yourself there. Like, I don't think you can relieve yourself <laughs> and keep it. Like, I'm almost certain that well, if most you... people don't keep it when they relieve themselves. <laughs> Like, leave it is what I meant to say, not keep it. I think you have to keep it. I think it has to be done in, like, it's because it's so, like, they take care of the place. If you go down there for long term, you they have a place where people can do that, but then they have to take it take it with them. Yeah, because, I mean, it's it's similar to the atmosphere you encounter when you're on mountains like Mount Everest, where you, your body still has functions and it needs to to do what it needs to do but if it, you just leave it on top of the mountain or in antarctica it's just going to be there forever frozen in time oh i didn't think about it that way even just because there's not there's not hydrating. enough warmth in the atmosphere for bacteria to survive to break it down oh maybe quick trip I just want to land, take my picture, and then turn around and fly on back to where it's a little bit a little bit warmer in that way. But I feel like if you're making a trip to Antarctica, you're probably going to be there for a hot second. But we're not planning that any anytime soon. All right, stick with this. we got a cool story for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to 
good things. Don't forget, we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And even though Mississippi teams won't be represented in the SEC tournament, I know there are still some fans headed to Hoover. And joining us today to tell us a cool story about his son is Jacob Mann. Hey, Jacob. Hey, Rebecca, how are you? I am doing well. Okay, this is going to be a super fun father-son uh, road trip. Maybe mom's involved, um, too. So set the stage for us. How much of a baseball fan is your son, Luke Mann? Well, so Luke is uh, he is the epitome of a baseball uh, geek. He, he loves it. He eats it, breathes it, lives it, sleeps it, all, all of it. All of it. And so he's a player himself. And obviously, he probably enjoys watching college uh, baseball. Was he sad that one of his teams wasn't making it to the SEC tournament? Yeah, so we're uh, we're actually uh, OU uh, people, so transplanted down here. Uh, and, but, and so we had we had a really cool experience last year at the College World Series, even though you know Ole Miss beat us and all. But uh, um, so yeah, I mean. It, and, and in regards to in-state teams, he, he loves them both. So, But that's not what's taking you all to the SEC tournament this year. You guys are headed to Hoover for a really unique experience and reason. So, Jacob, give us the whole rundown of how the story worked out because it's really, it's really kind of cool. It's really cool. It really is cool. So uh, part of it is uh, there's a player on – Missouri's team, uh, who's has the same same name as my son, Luke Mann. And uh, the past few years, any time he would play on ESPN or whatnot, or or play against State or play against Ole Miss, like people would always send us graphics of the scoreboard or whatnot, like Luke Mann, Luke Mann, and all this stuff. And so, um, and so, really uh, knowing it was his senior year at Missouri, um, I pretty much use the power of social media. So I told Luke, I said, hey, man, if uh, if Missouri makes it to the SEC tournament, we should go and let's try to see if we can meet Luke Mann because there's a lot of similarities. Um, it, it, it's it's really cool. Of course, they got the same name, Luke Mann. Uh, both of them throw right and bat left-handed. Um, both of them are number 11 at their, at their schools. Uh, and... They both play a corner position. So uh, just a lot of similarities, a lot of cool things about it. Um, and so I had twi- – once uh, once Missouri made it to the tournament, uh, made it in, uh, we knew that they were going. And so I just sent out a tweet. And I, I tweeted him and said, I said, hey, would love, to, would love to bring my son over, hopefully be able to have a chance to meet you. Let's make it happen. And um, – and about an hour later, uh, I get a DM, and it's it's from Luke, and he uh, he said, "Hey man, I saw your tweet. Uh, would love to connect with you guys. Uh, we play Tuesday night. Connect with me pregame, postgame, and um, I'll I'll catch up with y'all and sign some stuff or whatever. Love to meet y'all." How cool is that? How excited is your it. little Luke man? He uh, he thought that uh, he thought that that was really cool. He it, number one, he couldn't believe his dad was on Twitter. Uh, number two, he uh, he thought it was cool to actually get a response, and so and so he um, we had we had booked our tickets uh, yesterday morning, booked the hotel just before church, and uh, and so he's uh, he's he's real excited. He's 
he's wanted to get some a Missouri apparel, uh, so so hopefully we can grab some over there and get him at a sign and stuff. But he's looks pretty stoked about it all. I think he should also take one of his own eleven Luke Man jerseys, and I think there should be a swaparoo. I think there needs to That's, be. Hey. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That's right. I have a feeling Big Luke Man would probably appreciate that, too, because really when you think about all the coincidences for it to come down, I think this is just one of those once-in-a-lifetime kind of cool um, stories. And kudos to that guy for recognizing your tweet or being you know, intentional with it and making this um, come true. So who do they play tomorrow? Who will Missouri play when you guys get to go and watch? So tomorrow night Missouri plays Auburn, which is uh, which Auburn swept them over the weekend actually at Auburn. So it's basically a rematch of the of the weekend series. So it'll be Auburn and Missouri tomorrow night at eight o'clock. Are y'all there for the whole tournament or just for this one day? No, we're uh, we're just going to go for the one day. Uh, so we'll we'll drive over tomorrow uh, early afternoon, try to catch the. Kentucky game prior to that just to watch it and and then um, hang around after and watch the uh, Missouri and Auburn game. Well, will Luke get to miss school or is he already out of school? So he finished up today. He took his uh, only exam he had to take today at 9 o'clock. So he uh, he is officially done and will be moving into the 8th grade next year at uh, at Park Place. So he, uh, he is done for the summer now. So he can't wait to get started like this. Well, I think it's super cool. I appreciate it. I'm now a Luke Mann fan just because of the time and attention that he took uh, for for our little Luke. We'll have to look for a photo and make sure we share it with our Good Things Facebook group. And I hope you guys have the best and a safe uh, father-son. Is it just the two of you going? You may have said that. It is. It is. It is. It'll just be me and him. And tell him, I said, get an old jersey of number 11. He needs to sign it, and there needs to be a swap of root. I guarantee to you, big Luke Mann will appreciate it. I think that's really cool, and y'all can get a picture of you guys swapping it. We'll do it. We'll do it. All righty. Well, I hope y'all have fun and a safe trip and look forward to keeping up with your story. Thank you. All righty. So neat. I mean, I know when you talk about, like, college players, and I know it's super sad that State and Ole Miss didn't make it, although Southern Miss is headed to a postseason play, and we'll be we'll be watching out for that and hoping they do well to the top, right? But it's still, I mean, you go, you know that sometimes our kids just have outside fans outside of our state, and I think that that's fine, too, that has its place, especially if you're a transplant or whatever. But any times a, I guess, older athlete, I say older, he's in college, he's still a baby, but... <laughs> can sort of look down and sort of be a positive influence on the younger, I think is really cool. And how neat is that? I mean, nobody has had, like, when you think about your name, like Luke Mann, I mean, Luke's pretty common. I guess Mann's kind of common. But, I mean, I had a pretty uh, generic uh, first and last name, but and I've met a lot of Rebecca Smiths over the years, but nobody particularly famous uh, like that or that was in sort of that uh that played sports or that had your same number that you know batted and threw the same i think it's pretty cool if you were an eighth grade baseball player how excited would you be runner oh that'd be awesome wouldn't it especially if it if i felt if i found a player that had my name because i was named after the cubs second baseman ryan sandberg and the way he spells his name is a little unique it's not the typical ryan so I always had a hard time growing up finding my name on like the little personalized license plate. You couldn't or the have done that in the as your gift in all fifty states. You couldn't have gotten a keychain no. with your name on it. Yeah. 
That's cool. Did you ever get a chance of like, I know you probably never met him. Is he still with us? Is he still? Oh, yeah. He's still around. Oh, so there's still time. Oh, I bet he listens to good things. I <laughs> <laughs> will do a little investigative. Somebody's got a connection somewhere. We got to get the two Rhines and Rhinos uh, connected for for that. But I think that's that's uh, that's really cool. If you were in like eighth grade, who would have been your? Well, I guess it would have been Ryan. But who who else would have you sort of looked up to in terms of not professional athlete, maybe like next level athlete, like college, because they're not really professional yet, but they're a big deal too. You know, the younger ones. I'm trying to think. At that point in time, it probably would have been a pro athlete. It probably would have been Chipper Jones from the Atlanta Braves. I would say yes. It's hard not to like Chipper. Yes, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) No lies detected. As a young ninth, eighth, ninth grader, I would have liked Whenever to watch him Whenever we got to go well. to, to Braves well. games in Atlanta, Mom was always a big fan of I'm Javi sure Lopez. She was. Oh yes, he wasn't. He was easy on the eyes. <laughs> I'm sure he was great at whatever position he played. <laughs> he was the catcher. Oh yeah, there, there. See. <laughs> My granny loved the Braves. We watched it all the time. I wonder why now. Now I'm starting to see. No, but uh, all jokes aside, I think it's really cool. We'll make sure that uh, we follow up with that story and get you a photo of, of when the two mans um, come together over on the Good Things Facebook group. And if you're not a part of our family there, it's growing. We have a lot of fun. You should be. If you're on the Book of Faces, just go to Facebook, hit the little search um icon type in good things with rebecca turner will pop up you can click join rhino or i will let you in we always keep it updated with the most positive stories that's happening in our state that i find throughout the interwebs and then also we ask fun questions and have a lot of trivia and a whole lot of fun over there so if you need some positivity in your news feed then the good things facebook group is where you should be and you all should be right here because we've got more good for you coming up next that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. I'm the morning time, yeah. We're going strong, headed up down the river. Oh, Lord, I feel the reveling. I feel a change on the rise. Welcome back. 
you can watch good things. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And our Super Talk Mississippi news team is covering your Mississippi stories, so stay up to date. So sign up for our free weekly newsletter at supertalk.fm slash newsletter. And Darren and Jackson said he'd love to be a part of the Good Things Facebook group, but he hadn't had Facebook in 12 years. And I said, your life is better for it, Darren. So if you don't have the book of faces, don't worry. We usually talk about all the great headlines we post there here on the show. You are not missing out on anything worthy enough of you getting Facebook <laughs> for the Facebook group. And so, I've been tempted to say something against terms of service just so my Facebook gets shut down. It's like, oh, oops. I don't have it anymore. I don't have it anymore. Just delete it uh, or whatever it may be. So kudos to all of you who are better off than the rest of us by disconnecting, pulling the plug, all the things. I hope to be as diligent and have as much self-control and free as you all are at some point in in the lifetime but it feels there's just a pull to it it can be used for great fun and a lot of connection and all the things but we also know it can be the armpit of humanity um, as well another family super cool talking about the 50 state challenge they have driven to 47 of the 50 states with their kids over the past 10 years three of those states they drove into the next welcome center and took a family picture they were planning a family road trip to North Dakota I think that is to complete driving to the 48 continuous states how cool is that and now I feel like I have failed my family we have not done anything as neat or as cool as that if I started now my 10 year old would be 20 by the time that we that we made it to to that but um but I mean there's still time there's still plenty of time to do that but with road trips I think there's road tripping families and then there are non-road tripping families not all families can road trip together as a family for that I think my family has been to eight states so you're not doing that bad I was trying to think too. Like I, I mean, it would have to have to sit here and pause and sort of go through it. I feel like the southeast I've pretty much covered in some capacity. I feel like most of us, from Louisiana to Florida, and kind of some in between, up and down and around. And then if you ever took the trips in school to like Washington D.C. or those type of things, then you covered a few, you know, a few more. Um, but Really, you know, there was Oklahoma for my brother's Air Force graduation. And I'll add Texas. I feel like Texas is a very southern state for many of us to to sort of visit as round. It's, you know, it's kind of like the the south. You know, it's like the big dome. You can come up with reasons your adjacent sort of uh, states. I would say anything you can get to, I guess, what, six to 12 hours? Because if you count Florida and that as well, it's sort of Disney trips. But you head off to what? The northeast or north sort of west starts to drop dramatically how many of us have have gone right well if you go northeast from mississippi you can get into a lot more states because the states are smaller and you can get through them quicker you go northwest or you just go west in general the states get bigger and bigger and that's true they're just big squares on the map but if you're headed like if you're headed out to California, then you you travel far. You just and you cover a lot. You just don't cover many state lines. Versus if you, you get go, up into New England, you can hit seven states in an afternoon. And where is it? When maybe we, not, but close enough. Is is it the Four Corners 
where yeah that's out west that's out west when we when we went to colorado for skiing uh this past um winter somebody and mind you we drove in a little church van felt like 20 of us but it was for over 20 hours and she wanted to go an hour i hope she's listening an hour or so out of the way to get to the four corners where all you have lost your mind we can google earth the four corners from we're not going hours out of our out of our way now that we're like what 20 hours into our into our road trip you kind of want to get to your destination but technically i guess you could count off four four states oh yeah you could do a ring around the rosie around the four corners and get four states in 30 seconds and if you've been driving long enough you could relieve yourself in each state before you <laughs> that's a totally different ring around the rosie before you get back in the van and and head on the whole the whole eating and napping thing i don't know we would have to just stick there a, a little bit a little bit longer but i think that's kind of neat um, i think they might frown on relieving yourself at the four corners well, I'm sure. i've never been so i can only I'm imagine gonna, i'm gonna guess there's probably some i think it's like an actual there's got to be facilities somewhere <laughs> yes. I mean, I meant it the way I meant it, but I didn't mean it literally. <laughs> now somebody's going to do it, and they're going to get arrested for, for being public inappropriate, and they're going to blame it on me. So don't do that, okay? Like, I'm not... Don't do that. Find a bathroom. Stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. you got the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.